Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Up time travelers, welcome back to the time. <laughs> why do I sound so stressed? I don't know. I sound like I'm at gunpoint. I'm like, what is up time travelers? <laughs> welcome back to the time machine podcast with me, Becca Stockton. And me, Hunter. Becca, run. <laughs> well, before you run, not I at gunpoint, d- just no. uh, brain she, no work. She's brain here no on work. her own free will. Uh, but no since you are here, I do have a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. Yeah. So some of you may know that the Time Machine has a playlist on Spotify that we have um, culminated a bunch of songs from Disney Channel, Disney Channel artists. You know what? I was in my car and I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to it. Just like mm-hmm. I was only in the car for a couple minutes. So I was like, let me just hit shuffle. And so, you know, some hits came on. And then all of a sudden I hear, Let! No, I went. I knew it was gonna be that. It was a jump. It was a jump scare. <laughs> I said, "What?" Oh, is but playing? I had to put it on there. So I, I was so confused what was playing, and so I looked at my phone, and it was "Let It Snow" by Lucas Graybule, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It was not added by me. No, of course not. But how? Why did you add a Christmas song? Because it's him, and his content is so few and far between. <laughs> And it's a really good song. Just the intro scared me. I said, imagine me getting into a car wreck. And the last thing that someone found on my phone was me listening to Let It Snow by Lucas Grabule. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. (laughs) You would have said. uh, (laughs) I would have looked up to the sky and shook my fist (laughs) and been like, you scally way. But like you in got, a loving way. Right. You're like, this. that's how I want to go. <laughs> I would love to go like that. Oh, I have. <laughs> many, that's not really on my list of how I want to go. Uh, it's no. No. Why no? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be scared into death. Your ghost comes out of your body like, I'm not a Lucas Stan. I'm not a Lucas Stan. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Enough of me um, wagging my finger at you. Um, so, shall we get into some news? Some news. Let's get into it. Disney 411. All right. Are you going to do that every time? I don't know. Should I? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if it, if, I was if, doing it with you, and then last week I was like, I'm not going to support right. this anymore, if, so if I the, didn't say it back. If the mood strikes, I'll do it. All right. So, sure. let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. All right. All right, first up on the dock. It came to my attention this morning Uh-oh. that Phil Lewis is booked and busy behind oh. the scenes. Well, he's not a Disney loyalist. Because do you know what he's working on currently? What? No shade to them. He's currently executive producing the iCarly reboot. Is he? And he's directing the first episode episode that's so interesting i've heard it's great you have i have from a couple of friends that have i i don't want to pay for paramount plus to watch it to be honest right. but i have heard i've heard from a few friends that it's very good the trailer looked good like i looked at the trailer and was like dang yeah i was like i were you an iCarly fan growing up here and there i never was like an out and out like yeah rager if, for iCarly but i like enjoyed it right um yeah, so I was like, Phil? Phil? Phil of the future? No, Phil of the I know, but the, the way you said, you know, Phil, yeah. Phil, Phil. But I was just future. like, where's your loyalty? First you leave the Disney Channel games. I know. But it's just so funny to me how, I, I love the tweet that it's the tweet of uh, Squidward looking out his window and seeing Patrick and SpongeBob having fun. You know yeah. that meme? And it said, mm-hmm. Disney kids looking at the Nickelodeon kids because iCarly got the reboot. <laughs> Damn! And, uh, and Mr. Mosby is producing it. Yeah. And we, uh. we, we didn't get um, 
the one that was supposed to happen. We don't even need to say that. We don't need to say it because it it hurts too much, especially knife in the chest, especially hearing how good the apparently the iCarly one is. I know because they they didn't make it. They they didn't do a Raven's Home. Like the Disney kids get Raven's Home. No, no offense to the Raven's Home, but you know, we want to see Raven and Chelsea take on the city, not have kids and go to PTA meetings. Right. But I just thought that was interesting. Good for Phil Lewis. The thing about Raven's Home is that I just want to see Raven and Chelsea, and rarely do I ever. Right. Right. And apparently, iCarly, it's iCarly with yeah. no kids. So, point one for Nickelodeon, Disney zero. Mm. And I know now that this whole Liz McGuire uh, stuff happened. No current Disney show is going to even attempt to do that because they'll know it's going to be a no. I know. Like, I know Miley Cyrus was asked in an interview like a couple months ago if she would ever do a Hannah Montana reboot. She said, yeah, maybe. Let's give it a couple years. She goes, I'll dust off that wig. And I said, if Hillary Duff can't get a Lizzie McGuire reboot off the ground. Right. There is no, I mean, it would have to be like a Hannah's home. Where right. She's like, I'm, hanging up doing the, that. I'm hanging up the wig and having babies. But I'm just saying, if Disney thought Hillary Duff's ideas were <gasps> too Dude, much. I just could imagine see Miley's. it now. I could see like Miley having like kids running around her house and one of her kids comes out of the closet with the wig on and goes, <gasps> Mom, what's this? And she goes, sweet nibblets. And like that's the scene. <laughs> like that's what they give us. Uh, I don't want it then. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> anyway, so... I'm happy for Phil Lewis. I'm happy for you Nickelodeon fans out there. You know what? Maybe maybe one day we'll get something good like this. <laughs> maybe one day. I doubt it. I doubt it, but I hey, doubt here's it, to hoping. truly. Here's to hoping. All right. So that's on that. And then my final news story of the Disney 411 segment is a little fun news that I that I think was fun obviously that's why i brought it up you know olivia rodrigo's album it's been out for a couple months months. obviously yeah it's been out for like a month a month whatever obviously it debuted at number one Mm -hmm. on the billboard charts and she becomes the fourth youngest female artist to reach number one on the billboard 200 this century and the reason i bring this up is because the other two are former Disney Channel stars. Who else? Who do you think? I'll let you guess. Miley's probably one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to guess. So there's Olivia, Miley, and there's one more Disney star who's in the top four. Billie Eilish is probably one of the other ones. <gasps> yes! I mean, I know wow. that. Like, I, uh, Who do you think? Oh. I want to say Selena or Demi, but I don't know if that's right. What's your final answer? I'm going to say (laughs) (laughs) Selena. Probably not. Wrong. Hillary Duff. I didn't know how how her chart performance was. So Miley Cyrus was 13, Hillary Duff was 15, Billie Eilish 17, and Olivia Rodrigo 18. So there you go. So claps for them. The The Nickelodeon fans may have the reboots, but the Disney stars, the Disney fans have the albums. Yeah, the Nickel, uh, Victoria Justice has never hit the charts. Well, well, we're, we're disregarding Ariana Grande, obviously. Well, yeah, I... Besides that. Anybody that has like spoken out about Dan Schneider, I guess is like not, I don't know. Sparks fly. <laughs> I'm running a cause. I die. I might die if I speak out about Dan <laughs> with his feet. <laughs> I was with- gonna say I might die <laughs> if I say no to his feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is not a Nickelodeon podcast. It's not. Even though I am wearing, <laughs> even though I am wearing orange. <laughs> Maybe for April Fool's Day next year, we should do a Nickelodeon episode. <laughs> And not tell anyone. And be like, welcome back to the splitter splatter. <laughs> the splash, the splash time machine. The splash machine. 
The slime right. machine. The slime machine. The green slime machine. Mm. <laughs> the green slip and slide. All right. Enough. <laughs> enough. We're giving the Nickelodeon fans too much. Enough messing around. We got some Disney Channel games to mess with. Right. Right. If you want to know who's, who's the best, the best? it's Disney Channel games. All right. Oh, I hate this. So, Becca, what are we talking about this episode? We're looking at the last two and a half, technically, uh, yes. games of the 2008 Disney Channel games and the closing ceremonies. Yes. So, to recap, the previous episode, we talked about the first three episodes of the 2008 Disney Channel games. And like Becca just said, this episode, we are going to be covering the last couple challenges. And just to recap, we have the red team, Inferno, sitting at 40 points. The blue team, Lightning, sitting at 40 points as well. The green team, Cyclones. And yellow team, Comets, both sitting at 35. So that's where we stand last time we uh, we covered the game. So it really everyone, is anyone's game right now. Everyone's game. Everyone's game. So... Shall we get started on the it first is. one? The fourth episode opens with some of the people being like, yeah, we've really made friends with yeah. the international stars. The The girl from Italy on the green team is like... <gasps> she loves some Chelsea stars. She's like, I'm very close with Chelsea. I think she's coming to Italy soon. And I was like, if that ain't the biggest lie. <laughs> right. I'm so she's like, yeah, I love Italy. Like next time when I'm free, I'll totally yeah, be like, there. Yeah, I'll totally go. Like... If that ain't the biggest, every time you ever host a foreign exchange student, you're like, I'm totally going to come to France and you never do. Or it's like, or it's like when you run into someone you used to hang out with or used to go to school with, you're like, oh my gosh, we should totally catch up sometime. You're like, yeah, totally. And then you just don't. You just don't. You you don't. You don't. And then Selena Uh, was like, I got really close with um, Isabella. No footage of them together. (laughs) Well, you know, she's not not getting close to Kyle Massey because he, she commented how loud he was. True. I was about to say, going back to the girl from Italy, just loving Chelsea Staub. They were talking about the lingo. Yes, they were trying to teach her some catchphrases. Like, that's sick. That's sick. She was like, awesome. Awesome? I was like, there's awesome? no way you've never heard that right. one before. So, yeah, the, the we open with how much they're all getting along. How on close the everyone's gotten. Mm-hmm. So, and then Keely Williams is like, I'm really close with Demi. Um, yeah. I love her. I think she's really cute. I was like, what? <laughs> and they sh- and Kitty was like, when were y'all ever to get except for that video? That video where they're in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well, we know Keely is not buddy buddy with Allison. No, Stoner. Because like we talked about previous episode, they were a little butting. They were butting heads a little bit. What if they had done footage where they were like, um, I think the person I hate the most is Allison Stoner. <laughs> Cut to Allison just like dancing in her seat, like. <laughs> <laughs> But it was funny, Keely talking about Demi Lovato, because then it just cut to Demi Lovato and you see Demi just playing the guitar. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I said, what is going, how much downtime did they have during these? Where they're all just singing a song. It's very camp. I already said it's late summer camp. Very camp. Very camp, very camp. All right, so the first, so there's actually two challenges in this mm-hmm. episode. So we'll talk about the first one that they played first and it was called Fooze It or Lose It and the teams compete in a human foosball match which I thought was really fun. It was, This was more interesting to me than the giant soccer was last year. Yes. Because <laughs> they were they could only move like left to right and yeah. kick like, but, like literally being a human foosball and they were facing different ways. Yeah, but I did, meet, I did miss from the giant soccer ball game. Uh, you Ashley Tisdale screaming. What, what, what was the name? Yes, because all you can hear in this one is Kyle going, yeah, yeah, but it's gotten to the point where Kyle's yelling and I can hear how sore his voice must be. And I'm like, bro, you need to calm down. Exactly. This also showed everyone how serious a lot of people are taking this. Mm -hmm. Like David Henry was it Jason Dolly commented that David Henry, who's captain of the green team. And if there was a right hand man, it'd be Joe Jonas. It was Joe Jonas. Yeah. I feel like Weren't Jason they also Dolly- like David Henry wants to be chill, but we can tell how bad he wants to win. Yes, <laughs> and I'm, yeah, because he doesn't want to lose, especially well, yeah, he, obviously because he wants to be the he wants to be part of the Jones Brothers because they never saw the inside of that winner's tent. Ooh. 
Never once. Never once. I feel like Jason Dolly's just really happy to be there. He's he always is, happy to yeah. be there. He's like a From, big old golden retriever. With he has golden retriever hair. He does. His hair is yeah. all over the place. Um, I just I love, also love like during the the soccer when it was blue versus uh yellow. Mm-hmm. I think whoever it was, whenever blue team was playing, there was a Cole Sprouse grunt that was like unmistakably Cole Sprouse. <laughs> I just heard him go like, Ugh! I was like, I know that's cool. <laughs> you know, that's one of the twins. You know, that's one of the twins. Um, I also love, was this when, I do have to say, Brenda Song is a great captain. She, she is a not, great captain. She may not be the most like athletic. And I don't know if, but I don't think as a team captain, you necessarily need to be the no. the most athletic. You need to. She's very good at the pep talks and yeah. like rallying the team and cheering and, on. And you can tell her she was rallying the team a lot because she was getting yes. hoarse. I literally did write, Brenda is not in a lot of the games. She's just yelling from the sidelines and it makes me miss Ashley screaming. <laughs> <gasps> yes. The, yell- the guy on the Martine. Oh the my French gosh! The guy who kept yes. doing like the little dance when he would score well, a goal. Well, when when they were talking about the games, the the foosball games, they would go back to their tent, and Allison Stone was like, "They have someone still on their team. This is going to get ugly. This is going to get ugly." Well, Rafa on the red team scored like four goals in a row. Yeah, that's what they were saying. That's who it was. They were like, "They have Rafa." Yeah, but you know that feeling when the when you know the other team has really strong uh, players and you're like it's not fair they all, the soccer, it all the soccer games have just been like ugh, the international players are good at this like right. yeah like, of course they are like last year when all the international players just played that one game yep <laughs> and, then, and then of course you have ashley don't mess it to me <laughs> <laughs> i loved i yeah i so far out of all the disney channel games of 2008 this was the most um of 2008 the most original i'm trying to say i guess where they all the of most, them like, riveting it was the most like creative action-packed create yeah and so i'm watching the games right and i have a vis- and i have a, a memory and i can't remember if this is for this games or 07 but you could play virtual versions of the games online i think that may have been 07 I think so too, because if I remember correctly, you pick your team you want to be, mm-hmm. red, green, blue, or yellow. And if you win, you like obviously versus the computer. And if you win, those points goes to the team you represented. Oh. Yeah. I so, will see with us watching this on Disney Plus, we didn't get the like the Disneychannel.com slash so hot summer type deal. So we didn't mm-hmm. see those ad breaks. So it could have been. But I feel like just based on what we saw from 2007, that it was probably that. Yeah, because... And they didn't ever say anything about any, like, types of online points for Mm-mm. this one. Nope, not at all. Because the points, they were five points. There you go. Yes. They're, unlike last year, when it was like, all right, week three, so-and-so has 400 points. I know. And now so, it's like, wow, you guys have 40 points and you're the winners. Good job. Good job. I also have to comment on what Brian Stepanek is wearing. He's just wearing a nice polo with the Disney Channel Games logo on it. Yeah. And I'm wondering how we get um, some. I I would rather have the t-shirt than a polo. Yeah. You no, don't want to catch me dead in a polo. I'd rather have the sweats. The sweat the sweatsuits. Yeah, yes, yeah. But the reason I'm really pointing what Brian Stepanik is wearing is because it just nails the fact that these games scream summer camp. Mm-hmm. Because he looks like a camp counselor. He's also sitting in a chair, like a lifeguard style chair. Like yes, I said arena, I was like when I was when I was watching that, I was thinking of what you were saying. I said, There is no budget. Brian is the host. Brian is now the scorekeeper. <laughs> they also, the first match was like blue versus, I don't know, but whoever it was, the scoreboard was yellow for not the yellow team. And I was like, y'all can't even match the colors right? <laughs> they don't have time. Damn. They do not. I'm so angry time. though that like for the red team, or I think it was the red team. 
Yeah, for the red team, it was like Rafa scored a goal, Rafa scored a goal, Rafa scored a goal, Rafa scored a goal. Moises Arias scores the winning goal, which is infuriating to me. Yes. It's it's not our not not our favorite person on the team. Not my favorite person in the game. It's not, not my favorite, favorite person in the game. <laughs> It, it cut, like, in between the matches, it cut to this mini-challenge of sorts called the Tug of Four. Yes, which that it was, was for five was brothers. points? Yes, it was. So, before we get into that, let me tell you who won. The Fooser Lose It. I couldn't remember. I would have oh. said if I had remembered. Well, it was the yellow team, and they ended up winning a hip-hop house party in the tent. Yes, and Kevin goes, break it down now, like such a father. He's the father of the group. <laughs> He's the father. Jason, Jason, Earls is the, Earls. Jason Earls is the grandfather. Jason Earls has been outaged. <laughs> He's so old. Um, and Kevin Jonas is the father. But like Becca was saying, there was like a mini challenge along with Boozer Lose It called Tug of Four. And it was just with Kevin, Nick, Joe, Dylan, and Cole, and the and Cheetah, Cheetah Girls. Cheetah Girls, which is like it sort, was... of a, sort of cheating. I mean... Because they mean, are Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters, but not biologically. Hey, they stand together. Also, wasn't it right before this, they were like interviewing the Sprouse Brothers? Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, Dylan was like, I call him Little Man, like, <laughs> because he's a little dude. Yeah. And I was like, y'all are so funny. And what did Cole say? I call him Pokey because he's slow. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, the, the tug of war. So it just so happened that each team had a Sprouse brother, a Jonas, and a Cheetah girl. So each team was paired up. I think it was Kevin and Sabrina, Dylan. It was Dylan and Joe, Cole and Keely, Kevin, Sabrina, and Adrian and Nick. So it was just yeah. basic tug of war. And I have to say, have you ever played tug of war like in that kind of? Not with that few people, but I've played it in like a field day situation where it's like eight, eight fourth graders versus eight fourth graders. And same. I always felt. Oh, same. Same. Ooh, <laughs> the, the rope burns you get on yes, your hands. Yes, it hurts. And you think you're just going to have that moment where all of a sudden the team just bands together and literally like pulls the other team the opposite direction they all fall mm, but that's never really how it is no everyone just kind of taps out unless until there's like that one person left yeah but dylan and joe ended up winning and they got awarded five extra points and a chariot ride and you know nick jonas was seething he was seething with rage oh, of course he was <laughs> He was like, mother, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> he was like, oh, <laughs> do you think that's the noise he makes? Was he having a heart attack? Was he having a heart attack? <laughs> I was just riffing on like how he sings. So like, anyway, so like, no, I <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to give it to me. You don't have to do that. You know what? I'm going to take what you gave me. and I'm going to accept it. Sure. I'm going to honor it. But Dylan and Joe were, they had, what did they have? Crowns as they were being yeah. carried around. <laughs> and they made a joke, they're like, hmm, no cheetah one. Interesting. They said, no I thought cheetah. That, they said, I thought the cheetahs were fast. They should have been like, cheetahs pull the chariot. Run, cheetahs, run. <laughs> That's what they said. They said, shouldn't you be going fast, just cheetahs? Imagine, I know, point... I know every time we bring up Raven, but yes. imagine well, we if have Raven. To. It's tradition. In this imagine, right. imagine drink every time we mention Raven Simone in an episode <laughs> when it doesn't involve her. Um, every time something like this happens, I think WWRD. What would Raven do? Would Raven, of course. And just imagining her losing and having to carry Joe and Dylan. She wouldn't. She would put on some big sunglasses and go, uh, I'm not doing that. And she'd walk off the field. <laughs> While the yellow so congrats, team, congrats to the green team. While the yellow team is enjoying the winner's tent, all of the teams go into their tent and deflate their furniture, which is a much better prank than just putting it outside. Yes. Because that and actually I, means they have to blow it back up. <laughs> you know the PAs are going to do that. <laughs> they didn't see, they were just like, ah, man. And they're like, because, you know, they're like, all right, time to go. The PAs were probably filming it and being like, please. 
<laughs> they get recruited like, please. Like, you know, you know the PAs are like watching them being like, please stop. Please. <laughs> they have to film it and they're just crying like, <laughs> like, like, Selena, stop. They're Selena, like, whoa, please. we deflated the furniture. Let's go to the concert. And the PAs are like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like all night. <laughs> like, we wanted to see Miley too. Brian Sopanik's rapping intro into the concert made me want to throw Wait, wait I gotta... So, I loved the guy who... He was from Australia, and he was like, um, sorry, we got all the teams together and deflated the furniture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was so proud of it. He's like, we we got him. We got him good. <laughs> so, then it cuts to, obviously, Brian Stepanek. Rapping. He, he's still rapping. And it's Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers performing Yes, they that performed night. This Is Me. And the way that the first couple notes of this song always yank me back. Always been the kind of girl. Demi's outfit choice. Typical Demi in this era. This era was, if Demi Lovato was performing, you know the Jonas Brothers were five steps behind her. They were, and she would be wearing some kind of jacket. Her Disney knees would be on full display. Yes. Which also, they are. <laughs> Demi was not really hitting the notes. Well, I sent you that one where at the yeah, end I, she goes, you. <laughs> and she does. She, yeah, she goes, this is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is the last like 30 seconds of this song. Every note it's at the ripping. end of a line. She's like, Demi, every like, note, every Demi, note. They are riffing. They are riffing. They were riffing. And, and but what was the note again that you texted me it was the other night when when so when joe comes into the chorus and is like does that brief chorus i've got to find you mm-hmm. and this is me it was the end of that where they both sing i've got to find you together she went gotta i've got to find you <laughs> yeah i was like what is this that is that song is something. Out of all of the songs so far to play with the sports clips over it, this one that was, matches up the worst. I was, Becca, I was thinking the same thing. So far, the best has, has been Miley's song that they showed. Yeah. And Burning Up. This one was, because it's just kind of, this is work. just kind this is like a slow, like. This is like a heartfelt end of the movie number, and they're right, playing and it, it over it, clips of. People like scoring a- goals on Kevin yeah, Jonas. like Adrian Bailone, like, doing a tug of war. Yes. <laughs> and you just hear Demi going, this is me. And then the, yeah, yeah. this is back a minute, but when the blue team lost their foosball match, the, like, sad guitar music that was playing while they were They're in their They're so time, sad. I know. And it's sad to watch them be sad. It, like, if anything, playing this is me, there should have been clips of them being sad in their tent. Yeah, but like remember when remember when in American Idol when someone would get sent home and the song they would play a montage of their time on American Idol. I mean it would no, always be because I didn't watch American oh, Idol. Oh, really. well they would always do a sad song. Oh, the best one it was kind of like mean to do because there was one year when this is so on topic, but it's funny. There was one year when they did it and so when someone would get eliminated, yeah, they would play a montage of their time on American Idol before the episode would end. And everyone could see it, the people in the show and people watching, because it was live. And the song they chose as a montage was Bad Day. Because <laughs> you had oh, a bad day. That reeks of the 2000s, too. And you're just like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, ouch. <laughs> I know. Like, you, not only do you, do you get eliminated from American Idol, now you have to watch a highlight reel to the song Bad Day. Right. At least it could have been the Alvin and the Chipmunks version. <laughs> now let's talk. Remember on the the era of YouTube when people would just speed up chipmunk. the song like, Alvin and the Chipmunk version. They used to always caption those as like official Chipmunk soundtrack or something. Yes. And I'd be like that one's not in the movie. <laughs> They're just not in the movie. <laughs> that you one's can't... not in the movie, actually. They're like, uh, Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson was not in the movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to. <laughs> The Disney Channel the game. final challenge of the 2008 Disney Channel games. I do have to say, I appreciate the final episode of the DC games not being a highlight reel of everything we just watched. And it's... Because usually they just count down the top 10 moments. I know. I 
So this final challenge is called the like ultra mega super something. But before we get ahead of ourselves, no, I know there's other stuff, but okay. But okay, you, I go just ahead. wish yeah. it's essentially what it is is another obstacle course with like sprinkling elements from other things. Like there's an egg sort of and like something else sort of. But I was like, I just wish. Why did they never bring back the trivia relay? I I I love the trivia relay. Yeah, yeah, from 06. That was the best one. That was the best challenge like in any of these, and they never. They yeah. basically this one basically just had like three or four different versions of an obstacle course. You think they would keep that because that's simple i know and it's fun i don't know i love that challenge that. yeah but before we get to that challenge so brian has everyone come out of the tents and they mm. award superlatives they did so i'm gonna run down the superlatives ready yes class clown moises I'm furious. How dare they not give the comedy award to the Sprouse Brothers? I thought it was going to be Kyle. Just because he, I think he wanted it really bad. None of Kyle's jokes ever landed. I didn't say they landed. <laughs> I said he wanted it really bad. I, I mean, there was, none of what was, Moises... Mo- what was Moises was not even... He just made a face. Right. Uh, anyway, the Spirit Award went to Rafa mm-hmm. on, from the red team. Which was when the, the, when interna- were, the international when were, spirit award. Yes, me. when they were awarding that award, and he Rafa was running around. You can clearly see. I sent it to Hunter, and I was losing my mind about this. You can see Brian Stepanek's teleprompter, and Becca was so shocked. I was a little bit, yeah. I mean, just that they would leave it in full view like that. Oh, I mean, that's just like a little Easter egg that now you know. I guess. And maybe only, and maybe only you I didn't expect it. him to have that memorized. I also just like kind of thought that they were making more of that up on the fly than they were maybe. But... Well, did you see that they had in parentheses how you pronounce his name? Yeah, so he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, man. Like the correct pronunciation, like, you know, on that kind of stuff. But and then sportsmanship, Shin, Shin Koyamada, which is well-deserved in my opinion. And everyone yes. thought, everyone was like, yay, Shin, yay, Shin, 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 Shin. Shin. Yes, all he right. definitely deserves it for showing up and showing out all three years. Every year. He's tried and true. Tried and true. So, yes. like Becca said, this game was called the Ultra Mega Ultimate Ops. Stellar Ray, really? This game is a mess, in my opinion. There is far too much going on. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for the eyes. It is a lot for the eyes. You can't really tell who's in the lead, and yeah, what did they started in a human hamster ball? It's basically I kind of enjoyed how they tried to take little pieces of the events that they'd done in previous years that they hadn't used this year and put it in this. Yeah, it's just too sloppy for me. Yeah. Was, whoever was in the hamster ball first had to get to a certain point, and then somebody had to take a flag off of the hamster ball with uh-huh. the flag in a backpack. Two people had to carry a big fake egg without dropping it to a certain point, then run through an obstacle course. Then somebody had to get in a foam pit and find yeah. five colored balls for their, their of their team's color yeah. before they could move on. And then, like, I'm winded. I'm winded right. describing this event. Um, then they had to do the mini tricycle thing. Yes. Get on the little tricycles and race to the end. And then, then run their flag up the flagpole. And whoever got their flag up the flagpole first yeah. would win. And um, it, Brad, something something from the green team, getting his backpack caught in the wheels of his tricycle oh. and ensuring that the green team never saw a win. He, could not, that he been, could not move. That would have been me. If I was on the team, I would have been... It would have been, like, something by accident that I can't control that makes my team lose. And I would have been so embarrassed. That's what it was. So the red team ends up winning. They do. And they... That, which that then makes them win the whole thing. Yeah, spoiler alert. They win the games. And I'll just go by... Should I, since we're talking about who won, I'll tell you... Yeah. We love an underdog win. We love to see it, honestly. So the overall points of the games were red team, 75, 
blue team 55 tied with green team 55 and yellow 70. So it was pretty close. And so once red team was, once they won the challenge challenge, hmm. it talked about, uh, cause they knew that was the last game. And so you got interviews from everyone about their time at the games and blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of wrote down some things that they said that made me laugh. And Selena Gomez said it was an honor to mm-hmm. be here, which I can totally agree. I would say the same thing, Selena. I'd be like, it's an honor and a privilege to be with you people. And Nick Jonas, I'm honestly, I'm glad Red Team ended up winning because I honestly don't think Nick Jonas would have been able to handle it. He would not. He would have been like, he would have well, quit. I, I love he would have quit Jonas all... earlier. <laughs> Be like, I, I can't do it anymore. Were, when they were all together, and Brenda was like, "Nobody expected us to win, but we I did, know. and we pulled through, and we did it." Poor. That's right, Brenda. But Nick, he was interviewed. He goes, "I'm so glad the rest of my team took it seriously. I appreciate that." I said, <laughs> "Dang, <"What>? Nick, <laughs> Fun, sir, how dare you?" Took it seriously. You were the one shouting that every other team had a conspiracy against y'all. <laughs> But you know that person, you're like, well, I'm so glad you guys took it seriously. I'm like, excuse me. I also took it seriously, sir. Maybe not as outwardly as you did. If I was on that team and I saw that, I'd been like, all right, rude. Anyway, but did you see when they, when they announced the winners in front of everyone at the concert? So when they announced Red Team, Nick had like two fists in the air. was like, (laughs) yes. And I said, I'm so... It ain't that serious. Right. That's what I remember. Notes. I said, y'all need to, Nick especially needs to tone it down. I said, ooh, imagine that car ride home with Nick if he did not win. They're they're just sitting in silence and Kevin turns around and is like, great game, bud. You good? (laughs) He would have been like, great. (laughs) Kevin, turning back, great game, bud. Nick, drop dead. Kevin's like, what? They put Nick in a booster seat and he's like, and like kicks the <laughs> chair. Oh, and like kicking the dad's seat. Yes. He's like, like I, I, want want I want chicken nuggies. And Kevin's like, not to, no. No, you're not. You're not getting them, Nick. You're not. <laughs> but I want them now. I'm about to turn this car around. <laughs> uh, the final part, we do get the Cheetah Girls performing a number that lacks Raven's presence once again. Well, it's from the third one. So the Raven was why, yeah. What, Raven dance, didn't need it. Dance me, dance something? me, and if you can, and they're, if you can, and they're all wearing mini ties. Yes, right. At least though, the difference between this and the 2007 games, at least they look like they got a chance to change clothes and shower before they were made to go on stage. <laughs> true, true, true. Because <laughs> last and, year it was like they looked like they got straight from the field and they threw on like, some clothes and hit the stage. They literally had deodorant in their bag. Yes, put it on. Put put like a wet rag on their face and out the door they went. And then went up there. This one they like have on full fits and looks. Mm-hmm. Very very cheetah style. Yeah, it just, every song they ever did after Fuego was just like a flop for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flop for us, but I do have to say that when Brian brought the, all the teams back. Because everyone was on stage mm-hmm. when they announced the winner. And who announces the winner? Miley! Miley, Cyrus. her sisters. She has her own color. She's not wearing any team color. She's wearing pink. Mm-hmm. She has the color pink. And she starts giving a speech like she was there the whole time. <laughs> well, she's, she's like, I just want to say we're all winners here. And I was like, yeah, huh? But I just think it's so funny how everyone's like Miley's top tier. Like mm-hmm. she's the top tier of the Disney Channel. So yes. not only is she not going to be at the games, she's mm-hmm. only going to be performing. She's going to have her own color walking out. And she's going to uh, tell you who the winners are. Because she is now the host. Well, did you also see, I saw this on the Wikipedia or like the wiki for this Disney Channel games. They performed, each person performed more songs than what was aired. Yes. So if we want to like see what we missed. So I got it pulled up. So do I. Okay. Miley performed also Fly on the Wall and See You Again. The Jonas Brothers also performed SOS. Mm -hmm. Jordan Pruitt also performed One Love. Demi by herself performed 
that's how you know which from I don't... Enchan- from, from enchanted, enchanted? She yeah did not! yeah oh my god so as becca is reading this because i have it pulled up too they have it how it was aired yeah and some of them were just aired during commercials and i remember demi okay. lovato's okay i remember demi lovato's performance because it it aired during a commercial and she also did get back and then the cheetah girls performed one world with everybody at the closing ceremonies but i guess they also did cheetah love mm-hmm. so i also have to say speaking of one world so while brian is thinking everyone or brian com- not brian showing up at a disney channel t-shirt tuxedo <laughs> That is what I want, actually. No, could... you're not allowed. You have a bad history with tuxedo. <gasps> that was a low blow. That was a low blow. Um, I have to say, so when Brian is think is thinking about for coming, and we had a great. Uh, d- wait, if my mind is remembering this correctly, didn't really didn't all the charities get money? By yes, the end, they were just like, just kidding, everyone them, won. Yeah, but the winners got the most, I think. Okay, just don't want to clarify But yes, that. All, all the charities got, I think, at least 25000 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, while Brian is thanking everyone for participating in the Disney Channel games, and the audience is loving him, you can see the Cheetah Girls grabbing a mic, and they're all still with their teams. Mm-hmm. And Sabrina and Keely are standing next to each other, because they're about to perform One World. And Keely and Sabrina, I can see in the background like, looking at each other, like pointing like, okay, you go up and I go down, like trying to make sure they know the notes correctly. Yeah. Before they start, because because <laughs> all of a sudden the cheetah girls just come straight forward and just start singing and dancing. But I thought that was funny. They were kind of nervous. Yeah. They they had to sing cold. They didn't have time. <laughs> and Adrian Bylone belts out this one part. What? Because they're she's, she's got to be the MVP without Raven there, right? And speaking of MB, MVP, so the final two MVPs for the Disney Channel games were Allison Stoner and Nick Jonas. So not whiny baby Nick Jonas. I'm telling you, people were afraid not to vote for him. They must have been. Ah. <gasps> uh. So congrats to the red team. You congrats. know what? Brenda's song was two for three. True. You won the first one and the last one. Well, that's a good segue as any to do overall MVPs. Oh, yes. For the 2008 Disney Channel games. My overall MVP for the Inferno, the red team is Brenda's song. Cause I don't think it could have been anybody else. Same for me. Same for me. Nick Jonas was too whiny. <laughs> Too like, ah, too much. Uh, well, Brenda much. was always just like so positive, and she was always there, and she was also team captain three times. Yes, verified because I was listening to our 2007 episode on the way home, and we were like, "Oh, she's captain again." <laughs> so verified. All right, who was your MVP for the Lightning, aka Blue Team? Shin Koyamata. Same here. Just nobody else on that team really stood out to me, and he is a three peter. Mm-hmm. And he's always had he's had a good attitude in all three of the games. Yeah, I I agree. All right, MVP for the Cyclones, aka Green Team, Joe Jonas. I'm gonna say for attitude, Jason Dolly. I thought about doing Jason or Chelsea just because they were like so nice. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought if, if Joe Jonas was like the right hand man, right. you know. I'm reading the list of who was in the Cyclones, and I completely forgot Jennifer Stone. Was on I know team. she got like no screen time. None of these. I'm looking at these names, and none of them got screen time. Like nobody really. Very few of these people actually got screen time. There were 37 players in these. That's a lot. I, it's so much. All right. They gave Isabella Sorek no screen time, probably because of her hair. <laughs> her horrible haircut. All right, and your MVP for the comments, aka Yellow Team. Kevin Jonas. Sabrina Bryan. For me. Again with Sabrina. Yeah. She's just something about her makes me like I don't know. I feel like I can trust her with my life. With your life. Do you think she looks like our friend Mary Elizabeth? I do not. Okay. I'm saying our friend because a lot of people who are listening don't know who Mary Elizabeth is, and they're like, "Who?" And she so was Mary... our our guest star. Yes, on, on the Cheetah 10. Girls. 
So Mary Elizabeth, if you're listening, text us if anyone has told you that you look like Sabrina Bryan. Sabrina Bryan is the least talented singer. But she makes girls. she makes up it for her dancing. Yeah, she has like a plate. Like she's not untalented. She's just the least talented of the three. Like every time they're singing in a group number in the first two, and it goes Raven, Adrian. Sabrina. Well, yeah, it's like there's a noticeable no, no Keely. <laughs> Keely's usually after Sabrina, is she? In like, what do you mean, ranking? Cinderella? I think no, like singing. Just oh, like in order. I don't know. I mean, I'll, Raven always sang first. Well, except in Amiga Cheetahs. True. No. Well, she has that speaking part. <laughs> she gotta go first. <laughs> she gotta go first. If she's not gonna go first, she's not gonna be in it. Raven's like, if I'm not first out the gate, I'm last. You can write me out. You can write me <laughs> out. They're like, are you sure? She's like, yes. Exactly. And what is she doing now? Screaming in her kitchen about bread. That video cracks me up. There's, there's a video a... I there's a video I sent Becca of. <laughs> so Raven, I I didn't choose it as a Disney four on one, even though there's been many opportunities for me to bring it to the table. But Raven's been in the news recently because she lost thirty pounds. Yeah, her uh, wife is like making her eat keto. I think. And she's like doing like a fast, and she lost thirty pounds, and so she's been doing interviews for it, and it's it's got a lot of traction and. I guess after three months, she's eating bread for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they got it on her Instagram story. And she's crying and salivating from the mouth. She she's was eating she's bread. going, bread! <laughs> she is! <laughs> she literally did. I don't even think it was like bread proper. It was like some kind of waffle, like wheat. Yeah, it was thing. like a waffle cheeseburger bread. It wasn't just like a loaf of And her of girlfriend's bread. like, her wife, I keep wanting to say her girlfriend. Her wife? her wife is like filming her eating it. And she's like, yeah, it's blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And Raven's just like, oh, baby, oh, it's so good. <laughs> right, Raven's like, I'm eating bread, babes. I'm eating bread. Should I post that on the Instagram? If you can story? find it. I think I it was on her story, so it may not still be up. I, I think I may have sent it to you because I said, um, what? I was a little concerned for her. I was like, is she okay? <laughs> she hasn't had bread in three months. I mean, I if, know, so, if I, I hadn't like... had bread in three months and someone offered me specifically the Cheesecake Factory bread. Oh, well. Well, I'd be. I'll react like that anytime you offer me Cheesecake Factory bread. Hear that, folks? <laughs> you go, you walk on the street. All of a sudden, everyone like comes up to you like, Cheesecake Factory bread? You're like, <laughs> bread. Um, so, Becca, I found a, a quiz. Okay. And it's called Only True Fans of the Disney Channel Games Can Get At Least Half of These Quiz Half of this quiz correct. Ooh, okay. And I feel like since this is our final uh, episode covering mm-hmm. all the Disney Channel games, I'm going to ask you this quiz and see okay. if you get it right. I'm, I've, I haven't even looked at any of the questions, so I'm also going to answer for myself. But I'm going to click on what you say. If that makes sense. What I'm saying. Sure. So we can see how many we got right. So, who was the captain of the red team in 2006? Zac Efron. Correct. That's yes. Okay. Which high school musical star did not compete in the obstacle course in 2006? Vanessa, Lucas, Monique, or Ashley? Um, Monique. Was it Monique? It was Monique. Yes, because Lucas wanted a redo. We knew. <laughs> and Ashley. And then and it was Ashley, Ashley versus Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah. We're correct. These pictures are showing as <laughs> the correct answers are killing me. <laughs> Especially this one of Monique. I'm going to screenshot it to you and send it to you. Because it's pretty funny um all right next question which team won in 2006 blue team blue team blue team blue team blue team mm-hmm. blue team wins hooray for blue team i loved that team looking back the 06 agree. blue team yeah yeah that guy just sent you this this screenshot of what happens when you just got that uh monique coleman question correct <laughs> They did her dirty. They did her dirty for that. They wrong. She looks like a dog with the way her hair is done. (laughs) Oh, okay. Who had a player profile about reading minds in 07? Miley, Corbin, Jake T. Austin, or Mitchell Musso? It was not Corbin. It wasn't Miley. Mitchell? You think it was Mitchell Musso? Sure. I'm going to say Mitchell Musso. I was right. Hey. Um, 
Okay, next question. I know this one off the bat. I didn't have to read the choices. Who was a celebrity guest judge for the dance dunk off? Madison Pettis. The options are Vanessa Hudgens, Madison Pettis, Kiki Palmer, or Raven Simone. I would have given my left nut for anyone <laughs> on that list other than Madison Pettis. No, <laughs> you're gr- you're grounded. <laughs> you're you're grounded with no supper. You have to go to bed without supper. Uh, so, okay. Also, an easy question: Which Hannah Montana stars did not compete in 08? Miley and Emily. Miley and Emily. Yeah, we literally said that last week. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, this is a great question. Who is the oldest and youngest Disney Channel star to compete in 2008? Oldest has got to be Jason Earls. So Jason Earls and Moises Arias, Kevin Jonas and Moises Arias. Jason Dolly and Cole Sprouse, or Jason Earls and Jake T. Austin? Jason and I Moises. I think it's Jason and Jake. Is I Jake older than Moises? I think Moises is younger. Okay, then do, go Jason Earls and Moises and see what happens. <gasps> Wrong! It's Jason and Jake T. Austin. I knew it. <gasps> so, Jason Earls, are you ready for how old he was in 2008? Yes, please. He's please. 31. And Jake T. Austin is 13. Oh my God, there's 20 years apart. So. Oh my God, that's 20 years. 20 years. There is that. Oh my God. Okay, which of the following? Okay, which of the following was not an event in 08? Baby Face Off, Tug of War, the unofficial cheer competition, or Simon Says. Oh. <gasps> Simon, Simon Says. says. And we there was no it. Simon Says. There was no Simon Says. Okay. Made me sad. So these next two questions, before I... I don't think I'm going to ask them because it's I haven't revealed about something I'm about to say. Okay. So this is the final Disney Channel games as we know it, right? Mm-hmm. But... There was actually another Disney Channel games a couple years after this. What? Yes. It was called the Disney Channel Friends for Change Games. What? Yes. When did they do that? So it wasn't canon. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, sort of. It was not the Disney Channel games. It had a new name. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, only in commercials again. So that happened in 2011. Okay. So it was a big time gap. Yes. So it was still red team, blue team, yellow team, green team, charities. Um, but it was for everything was green. And so it was like, so the charities were the World Wildlife Fund, the ocean, the cost conservation unicef and the flora and fauna international okay so and guess who the host was jason earls <laughs> stop it right now oh and, my god and so some of the did they have to wheel him out in his wheelchair well apparently he wasn't no. even on he wasn't even on the ground he was doing what kim possible and Dr. Draken did in 06 where he, oh they were just gosh. there. So, Dang. so some of the stars that competed in the friends for change games were Mitchell Musso, Jake T. Austin, Zendaya, Debbie Ryan, um, Bridget Mendler, uh, David Henry, China and McLean, Bella Thorne, Sterling Knight. So definitely like, the generation that we were like sort of like missed out out of there yeah i don't i didn't even know about these until i did some research yeah i've never heard of this happening so the more you know dang that's crazy and so i don't really count that's why because a part of me like because they're all on youtube and a part of me said oh should we cover these but said no one because 
It's not really canon. You know? Yeah. So one of the questions for the quiz was which star competed in every Disney Channel game? Who was it? Mitchell Musso. Oh, oh yeah. Dang. He was all four years and he was the captain of the red team in the Disney Channel Friends for Change games. Oh, he finally got his comeuppance for staying around so long. So that's it. That's the Disney Channel games. Wow. So, Becca, what was your favorite year? 06. 06? Mm-hmm. Why 06? Most Lucas. I'm oh, kidding. He was really annoying in 06. I, well, it obviously had the Quivia. Quivia? Quivia. The Trivia Quiz Bowl relay, which I really enjoyed. I, I just think it had, like, the all-around best, like, mm-hmm. group. Um Yeah. It was the most genuine. Like, it, it didn't feel, like, overinflated with the budget, but it also wasn't, like, get in and get out of there, kind of, like, 08 sort of felt. Yeah. And we had Miley giving us, there ain't no crack. I just... There ain't no crack. I The ones that I enjoyed sitting down and watching the most was 06. The most iconic ones were 06 and 07, obviously. Well, yeah. 07? I mean, the Corbin... The Corbin booty bow. The Corbin is gonna haunt your nightmares for the rest of your life. Is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. (laughs) I like 07 because I think 07 is the perfect combination of 08 and 06. And it was I think 07 was the peak because you have all the audience. Yeah, 07 was the peak for sure, but it just felt like more, I don't know. So that's that's my 07 was a sure. great step up from 06. I just personally it, enjoyed it's just 06 weird. the it, most. It went like 06, 07 stepped it up, and then 08 felt like it dropped down again. I know. Which you'd think it would just go up, up, up. But Yeah, I'm, I'm so interested what happened if, if like the interest because, dropped because, or the budget dropped. Well, like, because they kept the Disney Channel games performances. They did. So it wasn't like they didn't have people there. But it was all one night instead of like an opening ceremony and a closing ceremony type deal. Yeah. I don't know. Guess we'll never know. So, uh, Becca, what's the Disney Channel lesson you learned today? You know, even if you win, it's we love to see an underdog win, but there's mm-hmm. never any reason to say that you're glad everybody else took it serious when it's not that serious. <laughs> Uh, I think mine, my uh, Disney Channel lesson is kind of what yours is. But if my Disney Channel lesson is, if Nick Jonas is on your team, you bet, you better hope for the love of God that you are winning. <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> you better hope. Otherwise, it's gonna be a rough ride home. So. Oh, he gonna kick the back of your seat and ask for nuggies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Becca. If people want to see your closing ceremony for the Disney Channel games, where can they find you? You can always follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Becca Stogner for good, good Robin Williams and vinyl record content. You can also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG podcast on all the socials. Bad Christian movie reviews, bad devotional book reviews, just an all-around spattering of Christianity, <laughs> I guess. And if you want to see uh, what, I, what I'm going to perform at the closing ceremonies for the DC Games, uh, on Instagram, you can find me at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter, H. Cameron Martin. And if you want any updates on this podcast, please follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Literally, if you just type in Time Machine podcast, it will come up. I promise you. And because we're get, uh, we are going to post our dance in celebration of hitting 100 followers on Instagram. So if you want to be part of the Disney Channel Darlings Club, the Time Travelers, come on down. Love to have you. Smash that follow button and, and stay a while. So that's the Disney Channel games. We did this was, it. This was so fun to do. It, it I really loved, was. I loved covering them. There's a lot more to talk about than I thought there would be. 
I was kind of worried. I, I no, honestly, there was so much content. When, here. when I brought it up, I was, and then we were sitting down to do it. I was kind of worried that we weren't gonna t- like have anything to talk about. No, there was but, there was mounds of content. I like after watching them, I was worried we weren't gonna be able to like fit it all in. Yeah, so I I really am glad that we honestly could have done two parts for every. Um, I know. <laughs> Digital games all summer. That's all we all do. All summer long, like how all they used long. to do. Right. We literally stretch the this theme from June until August. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, back to school. And back to school. Uh, well, cheers to you, DC Games. Cheers to the DC Games. And cheers to you. And until next time, we'll see you later, time travelers. Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs>